This is We're back, motherfuckers. I'm high. I should tell you that right now. Uh, I'm not. I haven't been boozing a lot lately, and I do, I want to sleep tonight. I have a fucking 4 a.m. pick. It's open tabs. This is the podcast where I go through and I leave all my tabs open for the entire weekend. And there are a lot because we've been off for two weeks. We're back. That's why I was doing press for my special Secret Time on Netflix. It's streaming right now, everybody. So go check it out. Secret Time. Grave reviews. Greg Fitzsimmons loved it. Ron Bennington loved it. Bobby Kelly loved it. Tom Segura loved it. The accolades are pouring in and in. They said I'm going to get a Netflixie. It's a new award they give to shows. Very popular. We got hot news this week. I'm going to go through Close the Tabs. My goal... My goal in this podcast is stay the fuck away from politics. I can't fucking help it because that is all the world gives a fuck about right now. Serena was in a cartoon. By the way, I think all cartoons are racist. Uh, let's get rid of cartoons entirely. You want to go to a caricature place at the at on the boardwalk? You want to? Have fun if you're Asian. That's a fucking blast. Yeah, there but I, I did I told you this. I did a, a caricature thing for my te- my show uh her the bunk birth the conqueror birth conqueror how's my hair look uh, birth the conqueror and they did uh, a caricature of me and the guy was like all right sit down and he drew it and he gave me big fucking lips a big nose uh beady little eyes sweating bald and my shirt busting open beer in one hand pretzel in the other and i literally was like i i think i offended him but i was like is that how you see me is that what i look like to the average person and he was like, yeah, right. And everyone's laughing their ass off. You look like a fucking fool. I was like, yeah, but I'm right here. Like I asked for a piece of, I, I commissioned a piece of art for myself and you made me look like a fucking dickhead. And then the whole bit was then we flip-flopped it and I became the guy. Remind me to talk about the people on the boat. Yeah. The people the living on the boat. Yeah. The family on the boat. Um, and then I commissioned the thing. I had to sit and draw pictures of people, right? I'm not a great artist. I can do a caricature, right? I can take a look at you and find the things that maybe other people see, accentuate them, make you look ridiculous, much like uh, much like propaganda video in World War Two. First lady that sits down, Asian lady, and not like Asian lady. We're talking, obviously, we're at a theme park from Asia, and I was like, pass next. And then a black guy sits down and I go, pa- hard pass, hard pass. He's with his whole fucking family. How do, how, I, all, all I can do really to be, my point is, I'm not talking about politics. Although I would say, did you see, let's find, uh, let's stop Googling myself. Oh my God. What? I made the news. Which news? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's, I'm not certain if. Olivia Munn. Don't let me forget. Olivia Munn. Uh-huh. Okay. And we're not getting politics in this. I just have a simple question. I don't know why her co-stars are icing her out. And then I put that online and a fucking media organization wrote an article about media. Olivia Munn, for those of you who don't know, Olivia Munn called out that one of the people hired on their show was a sexual offender for a child. A 14-year-old had hit up a 14-year-old line. I am not a big fan of that. I 
can't believe I'm really stepping out on a limb here. Uh, if you fuck around with children, I don't want fuck around with you. Because I have little girls. Let me tell you something. There are fucking rules. I don't swim in the pool when the girls are swimming. Like, if it's all George and her friends, I don't get in the pool. By the way, I also swim in a Speedo. So that, that would be pretty aggressive. Like, all they have to say is, George's dad got in the pool in a Speedo. And every dad's like, brr, brr, out of the pool. Um, but yeah, I don't. I have a lot of rules. I, I'm... I'm I'm pretty strict with my intimacy with my own daughters. I, I this these are my rules. These aren't your rules. I don't kiss them on the lips. Uh, I give them a lot of privacy of their their own little wing. A wing is a big word for what they have. That's like watching the real world and going. Uh, I watched a documentary the other day. And does the real world still on? Nah, no. Uh, by the way, this should be posted. And I recorded this in 1997. Before. Before YouTube was even out. What? YouTube? What's that? Anyway, I did a company for Zoom Culture. It was going to be the first YouTube. I was on the ground level. Stockholder. Didn't work out, huh? Nope. Anyway, sexual predators. I definitely draw the line with just casual interaction. I, I'm very cas- casual stuff. Can't say stuff like to a kid, like, you look beautiful. uh, You're not allowed to say that. I'm really fucked up about it. But that's just because I just, I'm like Henry Cavill on set. Cavizel? Cavill? Cavill. Cavill. I I don't even fuck with anybody. And if you can't understand the nuance of that, then you're fucked. Then I'm, I got my eyes on you, motherfucker. Okay? If you can't understand the nuance of that, then you're out of your fucking mind. I do not... That is how Adam and I am. Now I sound like, that will protest too much. Do you fuck kids, Bert? But, um, so the, a 14, she fucked around with a 14-year-old line, tried to lure her in, uh-uh, out of the pool. And then Olivia Munn had a scene with him, finds out he's a sexual predator, calls him out, Fox or st- whatever the st- studio is, Sony, whatever they are, they pull the scene out. And then all of a sudden she got iced out by her castmates, Sterling K. Thompson I'll pull it up. What was I talking about before this? Um, you wanted to talk about the family on the boat. No. Oh, I want to uh, talk characters. about the. Okay, hold on. Let's do this. Okay, let's get Elon Musk got high with Joe Rogan, Henry Caviezel, uh, Norm Macdonald. Listen, take your sides. I understand a lot of people are hating Norm Macdonald. I'm a ride-or-die motherfucker with Norm. He is bringing me so much joy. He is a genius, a comedic genius. I understand that some of the things he said uh, were somewhat insensitive. He has since recanted those and said, I was taken out of context. I was misunderstood. I am a ride-or-die motherfucker with Norm MacDonald. I do believe Norm MacDonald is a comedic genius. He is the sweetest guy I've ever met. He is the kindest guy I've ever met. And he's not what you're portraying him out to be. And by the way... It's just fucking outrage. It was only 5,000 tweets yesterday. 5,000 t- or tw- today. 5,000 tweets. And I guess he made it worse. <laughs> he made it a lot worse. I saw that. And as soon as I saw it, I was like, God damn it. If you read the whole thing, it's just the headlines were out of context. And like what he actually said wasn't that bad. What did he say? I'll pull it up. Um, Sabrina. What's her name? No, Serena. Serena Williams. Serena Williams. Can I talk candidly about Serena as a person? There's a documentary out there that you should watch about her because I do do feel like she has a little bit of um, uh, arrested development, meaning like I feel like when she got famous, she stopped growing up a little bit. So like, 
And I think the same thing happened to John McEnroe. And so I think what you're seeing on, I think whatever you're going to say about double standard, what I, by the way, this isn't a fucking political podcast. I don't give a fuck about this shit. It's just what I find interesting is, can't believe Serena Williams, here we go. That's so odd. What's the fucking cartoon? I haven't pulled anything up on my goddamn. The magazine in Australia doubled the fuck down. Did you see that? For what? Serena Williams? Serena Williams. So I'm showing you nothing on my screen right now. I'm just talking, which is great if you're listening to the podcast. But if you're watching, you're like, Bert, get to the fucking shit. Okay, here. So they posted a racist, uh, I'll say it's racist, but I live in, I, li- I grew up in the South. So I, Sambo's, I told you about Sambo's. Mm-hmm. There was a restaurant, Sambo's, I think it was called, I, I want to say before that it was called Little Black Sambo's. There was a real restaurant that you would get these little Sambo coins, uh, little wooden coins, like a, like a, like a challenge coin almost. And it was straight up, right? Like. If I remember correctly, I know they changed it into an Indian child, but it was Sambo was like a, a black kid with like, like, I'm not even, I don't even know if it's racist to describe it, but like accentuated features, uh, heightened colors of said features, uh, and him and a tiger went around and solved mysteries. I'm, re- I'm reading too much into it, but we used to go there. It was in the South. And then they got a lot of backlash because black people were like, dude, it was like big red lips, like a ha sambos and they got a backlash turned into an indian child in a weird way i think even me at age four was like they've changed they're not good anymore like the food sucked it was horrible but sambos google sambos maybe i should do it maybe i got the fucking computer in front of me hey bert why don't you fucking do you notice a difference in me when i do this high um a little bit a little looser anyway i'm a little sensitive because i grew up in the south to racist uh caricatures of uh, of people of color doesn't really affect white people. Isn't that odd? Yeah. Well, you know, we you read didn't like what you were drawn, but it didn't really have to do with your race. But no one was like, bro, you're being racist. Everyone was like, no, right. you're a fat fuck. <laughs> no, your lips are big. That's my, I've always had big lips, I guess. And then he really made me a big bottom lip, like hanging down like a mouth breather. <laughs> got a dip in or something. Yeah. And so, but it, that, you know, so I, I read an article about can white people, can people be racist to white people? And I was like, yeah, of course. I got beat up by a black guy simply because I was white one time. That's ra- that's a hate crime. Mm-hmm. But then I watched and I was like, oh, yeah, it's not racist when you draw a picture of a white guy. It's just funny. Isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. Like, but then I, I saw the one of Serena. I was like, oh, like I, I, you saw it, right? Yeah. What did you think? Be honest. No one knows what you look like. <laughs> it was... uh. I actually was, I think it's racist, but the, he like completely made the winner of the match. No. Like the champion. He didn't wash, he didn't whitewash her. I don't know if he did or didn't, but she was at a distance, so she's a smaller character, mm-hmm. and she did have a blonde ponytail. He made her like faceless and like. He made her faceless. Light, lighter. He did. Uh, she, I think she is lighter though. She's Asian and Haitian. She's pretty dark. Did you see the interview the one guy did with her? And he was like, so you'll be the first uh, uh, Asian winner of the US Open if you win, right? And she, I don't know what accent. I think I just did uh, Gargamel. And 
And she was like, actually, I'm Haitian also. So shout out to my Haitian people. And he was like, oh, I was just like, and you could hear his backtracking. I was just racist and I don't know how I did it. And I didn't mean it, but I'm so apologetic. I'm losing my job. Oh God, I should have known that you were part Haitian based on the fact that you had a voodoo doll in your hand. I noticed that you had one voodoo doll and a, and a tail of a calf. You were shaking them at your racket and doing a dance around them. Then you stabbed the one doll. Oh, that doll must be Serena. So that was racist, by the way, for the record, as a joke. Um, I love that now it's like gotten to a place where everything's so, I don't even say so PC, but it's just like, it's because it's not like you can still say what you want to say, mm-hmm. especially if you do something like this where it's not monetized. It's just me fucking around. It's not, it's just the outrage police people are looking to get outraged like they are looking to get like there was a thing in this anyway look i'm all over the fucking map i have a suggestion what crystalia video crazy viral which one him, him rapping like eminem no this is recently that's you know Crystalia also got into beef with a professional pitcher for the Padres. Crystalia also <laughs> called out Mark Wahlberg's workout routine. Crystalia, anything he touches is going viral these days. Yeah, I, I'm literally media has their finger on his refresh button for his Instagram because everything he fucking we're, we're going to pull up his Instagram and just run through three Crystalia videos. Just donk donk donk. And no, those are all going viral in the news circuits right now. In the fucking news circuits. Let's get through this. Bert, here we go. Shout out to the fucking Herald Sun in Australia. Not because I like what they're doing uh, artistically, but fucking that editor went dick in the grinder, balls to the wall, tongue in the light socket, fuck you, to the world. The world was calling this guy. I, I got to... Is Leanne just open the garage? Yeah. Hey, grab me a diet root beer, baby! Oh, she just shut the garage. So, um, I always like when people double down on shit. Like, like part of the norm stuff, I thought he was doubling down when he said... I'm not even going to say what he said because I don't want it to be taken out of context and people to go viral with it because mm-hmm. I love Norm MacDonald. I love Norm MacDonald. I will still run to the back of the store when he comes back at the store, be whatever happens with his Netflix show. And I hope they keep it because all the people that are really upset, they're all starting their tweets off with, I've never heard of Norm MacDonald in the first place. Not oh, even, shut up. I swear to God. I swear, well, you got to think. He's out of the fucking loop for people that aren't comedy lovers. And people also don't know that he is like tongue in cheek. Everything's a bit. He's constantly trolling. Like, so like you write down what he says and yeah, sometimes it can sound really offensive. But when he says it, he's like, huh? All right. right eh? Like he's like sneaking one by you. Anyway. Harold's son gets called out. They post this picture. You'll see it in the right corner, uh, the left corner, left corner of it, of Sabrina, Serena, um, stomping up and down. I personally found it offensive. I didn't find it offensive. I found it racist. That didn't offend me. It doesn't like take away from my day. If you're Serena or if you're a person of color, I can see that it would fucking slow you down and be like, go fuck yourself, 
right? So I get it. I get it. I showed it to Leanne. We were laying in bed. She didn't like it. She was like, I think it's a little racist. And we were like, yeah, whatever. We went on with our day. I think that's called white privilege. When you don't notice that anyone else... Dude, they are slamming Susan Sarandon right now. What's Susan Sarandon I have do? no fuck. Google it. Okay. Google it. Uh, Susan Sarandon um, and then the girl from Will and Grace. They're fucking slamming both of them. They're called white feminists. I tweeted a girl... I want, it's it's something about white privilege, but when feminists do it, it's like even more egregious because they're claiming not to. I don't know. I'm not certain. What did the Herald Sun do? They doubled down and they posted one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine of their satire. Uh, sat, sat, satiristic satirical satirical cartoons on the front page and it said the fucking the headline said welcome to the to pc world now let's talk about the art form they have it's newspapers no one's buying newspapers okay mm-hmm. cartoons no one's paying attention to cartoons. Why would you pay attention to cartoons when you have all these mediums in your fingertips? A cartoon needs to really kick you in the dick to get you acknowledged. And I think that's what this artist does is he kicks you in the dick because Kim Jong-un, racist as fuck. That is a, that is, that is racist. But we hate Kim Jong-un. No one cried foul, right? Donald Trump, well, it's, I mean, it's not racist. It just is not nice. But I guess if that if Donald Trump had been black, that would be racist. Definitely, that would be racist. Um, their prime minister, he drew as Fozzie the Bear. Like, <laughs> it's just this guy. This is all what this guy does. And I just got to give a shout out to the editor for doubling the fuck down and making life interesting today. You fucking rolled the dice, and I saw it, and I was like, bad motherfucker, take it to the fucking, take it to the hoop, bitch. I know you don't get that reference, clearly based on your cartoons, but take it to the fucking hole, son. Uh, let's get out of that. Um, I want to talk about how I got in the news with Olivia Munn. I can, here, I'll just pull this up. Oh, that is not what I wanted to show you. Olivia Munn has felt isolated since calling out her predator sex offenders. Se- oh, here we go. Here we go. That was it. That was it. That was it. Here we go. Uh, this is Us star. Oh, I didn't know he was in This Is Us. Sterling K. Brown. By the way, I like Sterling K. Brown a lot. I didn't like his response to Olivia Munn. Um, but, okay, just ready. Look at this article. Ready? Okay. This Is Us star Sterling K. Brown has talked to him. I'm not good at reading out loud, especially when I'm Actress was shunned after she got Stephen Wilder Striegel. By the way, use his middle name because you know there's a Stephen Striegel going motherfucker. You got to use his middle name when you call it a sex offender. A registered sex offender fired from Predator while Olivia Munn was isolated after the incident. These are the eyes of a guy who can't read out loud. I'm gonna enlarge this and see if that helps. Okay. I just want you to wait for it, okay? Wait for it. Now, I don't know if they did this in the kind of way that when you get on YouTube or you get on uh, Facebook and you scroll and you're like, whoa, 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 I was just looking for a pair of shoes like that. And then you go, oh, they're fucking... By the way, if they do that, this is fucking genius. If they're doing what I'm going to show you, this is fucking genius, Celebrity Insider. Celebrity Insider, you motherfuckers. That is exactly what you did. I am such a sucker. 
This is us star Sterling K. Brown. Uh, while Munn's co-stars isolated her after the incident, Brown took to social media to support her sense, her stance against sex offenders in Hollywood. Munn opened up about the shunning she experienced at an award ceremony in Toronto. The actress revealed that the Predator co-stars reached out after Striegel, that none of the Predator co-stars reached out after Striegel got fired, and a few of her co-stars even refused to do interviews with her because they felt like being around her was too draining. Wow. I can see, I can definitely see, I can definitely see how Olivia Munn could be a tad bit draining. And just in life, you know? Because she's a movie star. Like, they're draining. They're fucking draining. They're, mm-hmm. trust me. And she better take this big Olivia Munn fan. Always, always. I keep that door open in case something happens to my wife when she goes out in a jog with the dogs and and then she doesn't show back up and then I need to remarry. Olivia Munn slides in. She's like, oh my God, I've always wanted a family with a sassy 14-year-old who wants to plan everything and doesn't, isn't lenient with her plans and almost stringent and a fucking 12-year-old whose feet smell like shit. <laughs> She's like, I just got so tired of having sex with Aaron Rodgers that I just... Sucking his dick during the Super Bowl. You saw that video, right? Of him <laughs> no, just... But oh, you told oh. me about it. Yeah, she was, he was like having a great day and Olivia Munch chugging cock allegedly. Allegedly chugging cock allegedly on his Snapchat. Um, Olivia Munn, people who hurt children or animals don't get a second chance in my book. Agreed. 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 I. By the way, I'm not disagreeing with anything... I can imagine her be, being draining. I'm not disagreeing with anything she's saying. How about don't go out for a movie called Predator when you're a sexual predator? It's a little on the nose. It's a little too on the nose. I hate that we're talking about politics and we're not talking about fun shit right now. Wait, is this politics? It is. It's fucking all the goddamn... It's Hollywood politics. It's Hollywood politics and I fucking hate this because no one outside of Hollywood gives a fuck about this. Let's talk about the family who's been on a boat for nine years. Let's get to why I'm famous. Okay. Whatever amount of small power I have, I've created. I'm going... I'm. Whatever small amount of power or fame that I have created... I'm not. I'm not willing. <laughs> Can I rephrase her inst- her story? I, I love to rephrase. I would love to PR your tweets so that it sounds the way I need it to sound. Let's read her first tweet and then I'll fix it. Whatever small amount of pain, fame, or power that I have created, I'm not willing to share it with someone like that. And if Shane wants to share his platform and his power with someone like that, then that's on him. But I don't deserve to make that choice or myself for myself. I deserve to make that choice for myself. She should have started with whatever small amount of power or fame that my perfectly genetically manufactured body, face, voice, teeth, smile, and hair essence has gifted me. That's what it is, man. She's fucking perfect. She's a good actress, too. And she's worked hard. She is fucking perfect. Do you ever see, you don't remember her playing Wonder Woman in uh, Attack of the World or Attack of the Show? No. Bro, get off this fuck. Oh, let me just get to why I'm subject, why I'm famous. Here we go. Scrolling down, scrolling down. Because everyone treated her fundamentalist dudes, punished for doing the right thing and calling them out. Director Shane Black, Cast Regal, because the two were good friends. That's a fucking red flag. That's weird. Although. Although I don't have any sexual predator friends, but I don't, I, I'm not sure they would tell me that. But not, well, you would know if they were convicted. We're scrolling. Don't fucking leave. 
once Black he let him go, he released a statement, apologized for hiring him. Black claims he was only uh, trying to help a friend and didn't take account that he was a sexual predator. In 2010, he was, what the fuck? My tweet is on this page? My tweet is on this page. No. My tweet, they quoted my fucking tweet. A picture of my tweet writing, why are her co-stars icing her out? Bam, oh, son. Shit. That's all we need to know about this. We're not going to break down the fact that uh, Michael, the K Sterling, Sterling K Sharp. Brown. Brown. Sterling K Brown. Sterling K. Brown uh, used the word dear in his apology letter. Uh, we're not going to call that out. Although, dear Sterling K. Star, Sterling K. Brown, dear, I wouldn't do that. It was a little fucking... It was a little like hashtag, I, I don't understand the hashtag. <laughs> hashtag, I don't understand the hashtag. Wait, we can't smack him on the ass? Hold on one second. Hold on one second. The one joke Norm did say that I got to say is fucking funny if it's... Taken in, by the way, if he said it for real, it's even funnier. If he was so, I'm not even gonna fucking go to it. <laughs> Olivia Munn, Wonder Woman. Just there was a part of me when they started doing casting for Wonder Woman. I'll spend the whole fucking podcast talking about one, Olivia Munn. Um, I was like, please have Olivia Munn play Wonder Woman. Oh my goodness, let's go to videos because one video she jumps in a pool of water. Come on. Libya Wonder Woman um, pool. Olivia Munn's Guide to Office Safety. Which one's... You know, this is why you can only do this shit on YouTube. You go to fucking Google, and there's such a bunch of cunts. They're like, how about this suggested video that someone paid us a ton of money to put up front? Olivia Munn talks about... Here we go. Now paste Wonder Woman's Guide to Soft fucking filter because I guarantee you the one uh, upload no not upload date no results found filter view count here we go no results found what the fuck alright let's just go to office safety and just take a look at G4 attack of the show Olivia Munn, this is when she was like 23, I think. Creeper. I think that's the sexual predator. Drop the muffin! Hi, I'm Wonder Woman. Superhero, celebrity, and your guide to office safety. <laughs> okay, I remember she was hotter in it. Let's just get out of this. <laughs> Sorry, Olivia. You're so beautiful. Holy shit, did you hear Cowboy Cerrone's most intense speech ever? About his diving? Yeah, that's, Dude. that's a, it's going to be a different animal in the future when people just aren't listen, I'm gonna. I'm just teasing damage. it. You got to listen to the right. whole fucking thing. I hope I need it because I do a lot of permanent damage. <laughs> Yeah, the dam these, most damage today is permanent damage. All these wild excursions I go on. Yeah, tell me about the the cave dive. So you want to learn about cave diving? Okay. So, first of all, cave diving is. I'll tell you what's brilliant about this story. Like cowboy is not like a. By no stretch of the means, I think 
I think he's a fascinating person, but he's clearly not like a, like he does. Have, I don't think he has any aspirations to be a comedian, but what is happening here is he's so authentic in this story. He's so real in the moment. And he's so telling a story. It's almost like campfire charm where he's just telling the story. I think he might be buzzed. He might have a dip in, but the way he tells his story as a storyteller, as what they call me the number one storyteller of my generation, I don't believe it. I mean, I retweet it, but I don't believe it. I mean, I hear it a lot. Dude, there's a charm to him the way he tells a story where it's very fucking real. It feels like it's at a lunch table in high school. It feels like you're at a campfire in the middle of Texas and the fires and they're like, beans are ready. And they're like, hold on, Cowboy's finishing up his story. Just listen to his cadence. Listen to his, watch his eye contact. Watch his rate of utterance when he gets to things that he feels. By the way, I know I'm over obsessing about it, but these are important to me as a storyteller. Listen to the way he gets through information that he knows you need to know, but you he doesn't really care to expound on. A certification someone can get caving right and in, in, in diving like you start off to get your open water then you move and get your advanced open water get your get your um, nitrox and you start you start learning the rules of mother nature because mother nature is never gonna take a loss she wins every time the only bitch i know that wins 100 percent of the time right you cannot you cannot fuck with her and come out winning so when she when she wants to take you she takes you so you learn about all these different rules of the water and you hear the like pause those are just natural pauses he's not overthinking it he's just telling you a fucking story i will tell you right now i start and i'm not going to play the whole story for you i want you to watch it on your own i won't do it justice and and joe it's joe's story from his podcast i'm here to promote it that's it i think cowboy's a fucking amazing fighter i think he's an amazing guy i follow him on uh instagram and i also follow he's got uh, some interesting youtube videos this is the just type in Cerrone c-e-r-r c-e-r-r-o-n-e-s most intense story has joe speechless it's almost got a million views it's fucking by the way open invite to cowboy Cerrone if you ever want to come on my podcast i'm gonna make you tell the story again but no, i'm kidding oh wow here we go once again bert at the front of the lines let's talk okay god damn it I just got out of that. Fuck me. I wanted to see Elon Musk and Joe Rogan smoke marijuana. I guess everyone's seen that. I'm not going to fucking play it. Everyone got fucking pissed that he smoked marijuana with... Uh, that's how we get, uh, get... Do not put those two pictures up of directions to my daughter's softball practice. Please. Thank you. Lawrence Olstier might have tweeted something. Oh, here we go. Okay. Here we go. Um, let's go to, all right, Instagram, let's go to Delia. Now, like I said, everything Delia touches these days is going, hey, my buddy Paul Baldwin made a steak. Thank you, Western Daughters, for this beautiful dry age strip, grass-fed perfection. Paul Baldwin, he was my director on Trip Flip. Let's take a look at his trip feed, see what's going on with him. Here's him and his beautiful girlfriend. Uh, let's see if... Oh, take a look at this. By the way, Paul doesn't post often, does he? This one's from June 2015. It's us in the world's largest cave in... <laughs> How good do you think that steak was? 
that he decided to open up Instagram, remember his password, and post this fucking steak. After like three years. The fucking June 23rd, 2015, I spent the night in the world's largest cave. This is my crew. This is all the guys I travel with. By the way, this is TT to the far left. And then, and then fucking Paul, he didn't. These are the bags we had in uh, in Vietnam. He posted a lot in Vietnam. Here's a temple in Vietnam. And then here we go. In Three years later, Paul apparently goes to a... Uh, Rockies game and takes a cool picture and he's like the world needs to see that and then he's so hot on Instagram he's like steak let's see who commented on it nobody let's let's leave a comment <laughs> that steak is steam room cock hot glad to have you back or something like <laughs> killing it Killing. I'm gonna just put killing it on Insta. Insta. Can't wait till 2021 for your next <laughs> series of posts. Guys, everyone follow Paul Baldwin. Let's all follow Paul Baldwin. It's Paul underscore Baldwin. Do not tip the hat and let him know we're doing this. And everyone come on in this fucking steak. Just let's slam his stories with steak. Be like, God damn it, that steak's amazing. Do you do more steaks? Oh my God, please, please, please. Let's destroy Paul Baldwin's Instagram. Comment on this steak, okay? And just be like, holy shit, this steak is out of this world. Hey, man, is this your thing? Do you post about steaks? I've been going through your timeline. I can't find anything more steaks. Clearly, you must have deleted posts from 2015 to now that must have been all about steaks. More steaks, more steaks, more steaks. Hey, where do you live? Where can I get one of these steaks? Please, please, please. Paul underscore Baldwin. B-A-L-D-W-I-N. Paul was a, Paul's one of the funniest human beings in the world. We did this jump that it was illegal. He might be upset that I'm sharing this right now. We did this jump that was illegal. It was on the Corona Arch. Uh, I'll show you the jump. Um, I'm going to hop off Paul's Instagram. You guys all got it. Um, world's crazy rope swing. This is the jump we did. Okay. World's most insane uh, rope swing. Devin Supertramp. This is not it. Anyway, it's the Corona Arch. We jumped off the Corona Arch, and you had to swing from one side to the other. You jumped off. The rope was tied up under it. You jumped off. You swung out. You swung out under it. It was really fucking intense, and we did it. It was badass. We shot it with drones. It was amazing, and then Paul forgot to get clearance so that we could shoot it legally, <laughs> and so I get a call, and this is who Paul Baldwin is, okay? I get a call, and he goes, okay, so clearly, uh, oh, here... No, that's not it. This is it. This is what we did. Just to put it in perspective, you need to see it. Oh, God damn it. This is all rope swings. Oh, here we go. This is the jump we did, okay? It's this one right here. Right here. Not this one. It's this one. This is what we did. We did that jump, okay? That jump right there. Did you see that? That is the exact jump that me... 
Paul did it. This is the jump. Watch it. When I did it, the guy, I said to the guy, I said, um, I'm going to put on a helmet. And he said, hey, you don't want to wear one. I was like, what? And he was like, dude, if something happens, just die. You don't want to be sitting out here waiting for a helicopter to come get you. So we did it. It was filmed perfectly, filmed beautifully. And then Paul calls me and he goes, okay, little snafu. I forgot to get a permit to shoot out there, so we can't use it. Or, or, or. Me and you possibly go to federal prison for like eight months. And I went, what? And he goes, we get in shape, right? We quit drinking. We're feeling good. We're reading books. We're thinking of show ideas every morning. We come up with like two new show ideas. We come out eight months. Think of it like camp. It's federal prison. We're not getting raped. We come out like camp. What do you think? Are you in? I'm such a fucking idiot that I'm like, I'm in. Can we get your dad's dad's doctor? I was like, can we get your dad to prescribe us some, some modafidil? That was this pill that we were taking at the time. Maybe I shouldn't be sharing all this. But anyway, Paul Baldwin, hit him up. He's fucking the funniest guy. I miss that guy a lot. That he, whole crew I miss. He must have been doing a lot of illegal shoots lately because he was off Instagram for three years. So he was probably in prison. He probably did what you guys talked about. No, he's doing like tiny houses or something. <laughs> Kendall Jenner showed a nipple slip. Norm MacDonald's show is still on after an apology and explanation. Fuck yeah. This show is going to be awesome, man. It's going to be awesome. And that's... I can't blame people for getting... I never... Do <laughs> you know what's fucking rough is they were saying like Jimmy Fallon canceled Norm backstage. He went like right before he was about to go on. Jimmy Fallon went back and was like, yo, you're, bump you're bumped. And Norm's like, what? He was like, our executive producer's crying. Huh? Yeah. Was the executive producer and all the producers on the show, all the female producers were all crying that they were going to get Norm on. Because he was a sec... He's defended Louie. And Roseanne, he defended Louie and Roseanne, and they were like, this is our show too, and we don't want him on because he defended them. By the way, two of his friends, and they were crying. That's like fucking intense, man. I've never cried. I've never cried for a TV show. I'm definitely not doing Fallon now. I'm definitely not doing Fallon because I'm sure someone's going to go fucking Google search me and then they'll be crying like, he talked about his daughters negatively. Fucking crying is like, crying? Some Just people cry, no. man. Just say no. Just be like, fuck no. It's not happening. It's, me, he or, it's him or me. That's, I mean, I'm not saying that's the patriarchy talking. I'm just saying. Wouldn't that have been the perfect time to have him on? No, because Jimmy Fallon, here's why. Here's why. Jimmy Fallon is not, his whole thing isn't politics. He's just fun. Hmm. Like, he's not a polit political comedian. He now has to do political jokes because he humanized Trump. He made a human, this is, by the way, I'm quoting Norm in this, by the way, this is what Norm got Norm in trouble. He humanized a human, he humanized Donald Trump, whereas the left didn't want him humanized. They wanted him to look like a devil. And Jimmy Fallon went on and like messed with his hair and everyone was like, it's not that bad. And they didn't want that. The same women that were crying, I guess, were like, don't do that. And so then he started doing political jokes. Hmm. I can understand if like I can understand if Norm 
has sexually assaulted somebody, if he had raped like a woman, I can understand. I can definitely understand. Of course, crying. Yeah, I, I would definitely. I I can fucking. I'm, I got their backs hard as fuck. But he just like he just misspoke and was taken. Maybe maybe misquoted, misspoke. Maybe he believes that. Maybe he. I don't know. But like, I don't know. I don't know. CBS is out. Oh yeah. Yep. Les Moonves is gone. This is all I'm doing is talking about fucking news. I'm a fucking bore. Let's get out of this. Ooh, but I will tell you, Hurricane Florence, I'm going to be following that all fucking weekend. I'm obsessed with hurricanes. And this is a slow-moving hurricane in a lowland state with a bunch of in, like waterways inland. And they're predicting 14 to 20-foot storm seas. Steam storms. Steam storms? What? I was high when I did this podcast. So... If anything I said is to, if you're a producer of Jimmy Fallon and now you're fucking irate because I'm confused that you cried over Norm Macdonald, I apologize. I wasn't thinking. I was high. Um, Carolina Coast is going to be, let's get out of this shit and find something interesting. Some fat fuck made it on Instagram. Um, oh, the Scornami. Let's get out of this. Uh, Jess, I'll make oh, no. Miami Dolphins. Uh, what happened with the Miami Dolphins? Oh, wow. The Dolphins had a lightning strike game. Pigskin Classic. Ooh, that's me Googling myself. <laughs> Let's get out of that. Um, Third time today. Yeah, I've been a lot of... just It's up again. It's up again. And just uh, just don't to make sure to take both of those down. Um, let's get to where we... I wanted to talk about this family... World's largest submarine out. Um, there's something about there's something about being on a skinny boat. There's something about diving, open water diving. There's something about flash floods. There's something about living on a boat. About hardship. About that I'm obsessed with. I'm obsessed with this one. This TV journalist quit his job to live on a tiny boat and cruises the UK canals full time. This guy. This is one of the coolest videos I've ever seen because this guy gave it all up. Really having a bit of a midlife crisis. Okay, that's where I think I connect with this guy. Having a midlife crisis, I think I'm there. I want to buy a motorcycle. This guy bought I'm nearly 47. a tiny boat. I've been working in my same job for about nine years and although it's a job that many people would kill for, I was a local TV news reporter, every day was different. Uh, I would, you mean kill yourself? I would never kill for that fucking job. A local news TV where you set up the camera yourself and do your one shot and you talk to nobody. Thank you, Brent. Yes, I'm out here at Parliament and it does seem like they are moving north on the Brexit. All right, we got it. Let's go. Get back in the fucking van. Pass. It was all quite exciting and yet somehow after nine years of doing it, it had all become a bit samey. And I was just a bit bored. I wanted something different in my life. So, I by the way, I if I had one of these small boats, do you realize what fucking havoc I would wreak on the goddamn fucking canals? Because you know you can park them anywhere. You can just pull them up and park them anywhere. Oh yeah, dude, come on. It's ten o'clock. Go I gotta go to bed. Sell my house. Quit the job. Sail the boat. I love when they do that. Sailed the house, quit the job, left the wife, kicked the dog, drank the whiskey, sat down, said, oh, fuck it. I'm getting a tiny boat. 
So I got a tiny boat. I had the dream job. Nine years. TV journalist. Who wouldn't? I love when British people can do that. Where they almost talk in like, like it's like there's dashes in there. Bullet points. Like bullet shit. points. Yeah. <laughs> Came home. Walked the dog. Made some tea. Said that's a night for me. Johnny and Whiskey taped up the dog's asshole. Said fuck it. I'm chasing him around and seeing him in my pocket. I don't know why I'm doing that. Here we go. And live aboard and have a bit of an adventure. A bit of an adventure. I wish I had a fucking British accent. I better be a so much better of a storyteller if I had a British accent. When I was 22, I got involved with the Russian mafia. Here's how it happened. Uh, school at Florida State. Not a good student. Took a class. Teacher said fuck it. Get a C. Just show up. I'm like alright. I'm in. Bob's your uncle, I'm in Russian. Well, now, so, Russian 1, Russian 2, Russian 3, Russian 4 is taught in Russian, Bob's your uncle. It wasn't a narrow boat. I was looking at buying a motorhome and going touring around Europe, but that would have cost me a lot of money in diesel or petrol and campsite fees. I'm going to start calling it petrol. So my parents are getting a little bit elderly now and I wanted to be a bit closer to them, closer than I had been when I was living down in the south of England. So somehow it all coalesced into me buying the narrowboat. A lot of the canal network is around the Midlands so I can be near my family and I've got Let's the just get a tour of the narrowboat. And how's his skin? How is it, it leathery? No, 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 no. Around about nine You're thinking now. of the family that lives on the boat. Last October, just in time for winter. Here we go, here we go, here we go, and here we go. There's a tour of the boat. It's pretty badass. Into the boat through these steel but wood paneled doors, you come into the saloon, which, as you can see, is quite spacious. Got a little TV. Guy is bad on his adjectives. I wouldn't call that spacious. Set on the left there. Over I've got a couple of these chairs over here. They're temporary. If I've watched this so many times, I'm right about that. I have a problem. On the left also there is a diesel-fired radiator panel. I don't tend to use that though, because also behind that is the multi-fuel stove, which takes wood or coal, and it's much nicer to have that running than the radiators on a winter night. A couple of temporary chairs here. I am going to replace those. I have a fucking problem. I gotta get out of this. If you want a tiny boat, check this guy out. Rojogan meets Joe Rogan. Possibly <laughs> fucking breaking the internet. This is... Joe Rogan is on a tear of breaking the fucking internet. This... I watched this in Oxnard. I was high as shit. We're going to watch this. Talk about Kimmy Swimmy and we're fucking out. Um, I watched this in Oxnard. I am doing another thing where before I start drinking, I take one hit of marijuana. A little dinger. Like a... And sometimes I don't need alcohol at all. Which is a new... Departure from me. I'm going through a lifestyle change. I'm not really sure what it means. It's almost October. I know. I think I might go sober into October. Got two more weeks of September, basically. I could do it. Easy peasy. Flights? If I can fly tomorrow sober? Fucking 4 a.m. pickup. Bars don't open until 6, 6 o'clock. And whatchamacallit? We board at 545. I'll get on the plane sober. Let's just fucking fly sober to Chicago. Maybe have a beer in Chicago. Okay. Um, Rogan's on a tear. Him and Delia are breaking the internet. We never even pulled up Delia. We'll save it. We'll find out. You know what? We're going to use Delia next week. Whatever fucking brilliant thing he does, we'll open with Delia because he's the podcast next week. This, I came in from Oxford. I took a little binger. I have my own hotel room. Girls were in another hotel room. They're asleep. They have pizzas. I'm in. Now I'm doing all. They're asleep. They have pizzas. I'm <laughs> in my room. Little banger. Sit down. How? 
phone in the hand, get a text, Rogan, have you seen this? Pull it up, and this is what I see. That's a better British accent. God forbid of legalization. Yeah. Obviously. Boom, and we're live. Yeah, you need it. You mm. can't really just go out natural. Yeah. You can't. Uh, I didn't want to fanboy out when I met you, but I'm a huge fan. Dude. <laughs> yeah. You like the edibles to go to sleep, right? Half oh. a hit. That's what you need. Like, just a little... <sighs> just where you're like, okay. Like ten of these accidentally. Not even t- accidentally. I did it on purpose. Thousand milligrams of THC. All right, I'm giggling my dick off watching this. It's the end of the world. <clears throat> And billion. then this how happens. Many, what, how many zeros is that? At least a million. How many trillions is in a billion? What? There's no way. When you, you smoke weed, do you ever get paranoid? Yeah. OMG, we're so alike. 100%. 100%. Yeah. When chimps attack people, they rip your dick off. And they're like, yeah. No, we don't trust you. Like, those muscles are like corded steel. If they rip your dick off, they pull your eyes out. It's one of the things they do. They know what to attack. Watch. You ever see that, Jamie? Does happen sometimes. You ever seen what one looks like without their hair? What do you it, got, Jamie? This fucking this. killed me. Jesus Christ. Look at his balls. Jesus Christ. Look at the size of the sack on that guy. This fucking killed <laughs> That's me. That's a chimp with mange. That's what that is. There's some yeah. sort of a, a disease where his hair falls off where you really see their anatomy. We look at that and go, oh yeah, it's like a bodybuilder. No, no, no. That's a chimpanzee. Hmm. I mean, that's uh, that's our closest relative. If that thing decides to bite you, it's a wrap. Yeah. People eat them, apparently. Oh, really? That, I was, I, I lost my shit. I lost my shit. I was laughing so hard. It was amazing. I lost my shit. That uh, guy just made another video, Jordan, Jordan, Jordan Peterson. Have you seen Peterson. Jordan Peterson bullying Jordan Peterson? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah. Dude, I got to play that real quick. That guy's great. And I think he texted Adam, Jordan... Peterson versus Peter Jordanson. This made me giggle so hard. Where's the bullying I part? I bloody love bread pudding with caramel and, and, and ice cream, hmm? which is a, quite delicious. Hmm? Put salt on it and throw it in the dehydrator, so that works pretty well. You yeah. got to hear this part. Hold on. This is that it's envy. Well, I, guess what? I've had three affairs in the last year, and they've all been successful. I haven't got caught. Aren't I a good guy? They were usually extremely attractive. They were extremely intelligent. They were extremely driven. It's like, cool, you know? I mean, a lot of these, a lot of these opportunities come. I've had opportunities that are coming at me a rate, at a rate that doesn't allow me to think them through as much as I could optimally. What the hell? It's not okay. Really, it's, it's, it's appalling. It's appalling. Why? Why? <laughs> First of all, there's a noble way of being that allows you to exist properly despite that. You got to watch this all whole thing yourself. <laughs> Jordan Peterson versus Peter Jordanson. Uh, we're going to wrap up on two people. Uh, two people. By the way, it should be known that two, I say hottest in, in the terms of like most popular uh, spearfishing women, spearfisher women. Have both both texted me today on my Instagram. Check this out, Valentine Thomas, recently on the Joe Rogan podcast. Hey Bert, let me know if you want to go spear fishing. I'll give you a class, no problem. Dot dot dot. Right? Then she hit me up. 
you're gonna be in town dot 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 we're gonna podcast maybe talk about spearfishing uh yes 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 respond instantly now okay hold on let's write that down right now the reason i got into valentine uh thomas was i had had i've been become obsessed you guys who've listened to all these i became obsessed with kimmy swimmy right her name's kimmy werner i had seen her on a documentary on netflix and I was just fascinated by her and her dad have a great relationship. She dives down like 100 feet, chills out, waits for fish, shoots them, then swims up to the top. 100 feet is aggressive. Just so you know, that is fucking aggressive. Without a tank. Without a tank. Yeah. By the way, both of these women are absolutely beautiful. They really are. And I follow both of them on Instagram. You can follow them. Kimmy underscore Swimmy and... um. Follow Valentine. Valentine is um, Valentine Thomas. I think I do. You can spell that out. So, Kimmy Swimmy, who I've talked about ad nauseum on this pod, Kimmy Warner. I, I'm using her fucking Instagram name. Hit me up. Hey, I've been getting all kind of texts and messages saying that you spoke a bit about me on Joe's podcast. I did. That's how we got into Valentine Thomas. Just got back to civilization and need to listen, but I wanted to say thank you so much. That's amazing. And now just seeing that you mentioned me in my Instagram and your Instagram stories previously. Gosh, a huge bladed thank you for the support. Not really sure how you found me. I'm sure she's like a little creeped out. She's like, not really sure how you found... They both are beautiful women. So I'm sure she's like, not really sure how you found me, but really appreciate the kindness and hopefully one day our paths will cross and we can chat up in real life. Well, open invite to both women. Uh, I'm going to... I'm definitely going to try to go... I'm definitely going, let me put this out there. I'm definitely going spearfishing with Valentine Thomas. I am definitely going spearfishing with Valentine Thomas. I'm going to have Valentine on the podcast. Kimmy lives in Hawaii. Kimmy is, is, does her own thing. I don't think she's, Valentine seems like she does her own thing, but she also kind of coaches and helps. And that's what I'm looking for. I would love to be fucking Rogan hooked up with Adam Greentree and fucking Cam Haynes to go hunting. The two most beautiful women in the ocean just hit me up like, want to learn how to spearfish? Yeah. Oh, yeah. First of all, I'm going to get in shape. What am I talking about? I'm married. Anyway, my wife's going to be like, you're going spearfishing with these beauties? Don't worry. It's all about the hoghead grouper. So, uh. So yeah, so shout out to Kimmy Warner, shout out to Valentine Thomas, shout out to Cowboy Sroni, shout out to Joe Rogan, shout out to Chris D'Elia, all the people, Peter Jordanson, all the people we talked about on the podcast today. I am in Kansas City this weekend. I am in uh, 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 Madison. Madison sold out. We added a Thursday show. Do not buy the tickets on StubHub. They're $250. It's a ripoff. We added a Thursday show on Madison. I don't want any people getting ripped off. Um, San Jose the following weekend, and then we start in with Sober October. I hope everyone joins in. I hope Joe, Ari, and Tom joins in. I hope if one of them doesn't join in, you haze them for the entire month of October, and we start a hate campaign. One of those like old school fucking get to the core of what makes them who they are. We haven't figured out the challenge. Joe still wants hot yogas. I'm... I'm thinking a mileage that we all have to accomplish by the end. Register on a Garmin watch. Hey, Garmin, shout out to Garmin. Hit us up with some Garmin G7Xs or whatever. I just extended too much energy. You all right? Yeah, you ever uh, you ever been like a little high and you start talking too much and then you're like, I think I forgot how to breathe. Anyway, 
Check out my special Secret Time on Netflix. Um, I love you guys with all my heart. I apologize the, these haven't been coming up, but they will be posting every week for the rest of the year. And then when we go on tour, we will figure it out. Uh, ooh, hint to a tour coming. Mm. Is it worldwide ending in Moscow? Mm. I don't know. Will there be a possibility for people to come to Moscow? I don't know. Mm. Is there going to be a cruise coming? I don't know. Are there challenge coins that are going out to fans? Legit fans that... It may be like an old school radio, like just out of favor, just out of curiosity. What's Bert's favorite type of flood? <laughs> uh, I love you guys with all my heart. Have a great week. Don't drink and drive. Love your family. Try to work out. Cardiologist appointment on Monday. I'll tell you how it goes next week. God bless. This episode was brought to you by The Machine.